Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Jambo, everyone. What's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we answer your questions from the Q&A we posted on our social media. So we have a lot of good answers coming your way. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure to check us check out our website, happiestpodcastonearth.com for all of our latest merch, latest episodes, bonus content, and more. You can also support us by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash happiestpodcastonearth. If you want to join our happiest army and get a bunch of bonus content, including ladies night, you've got star boys, you got reviews and brews. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Let's go. Um, and a lot more. We do a lot of fun rankings. We do virtual meetups. We do a lot of fun stuff. So definitely worth it. We also have our Discord page for some of the tiers um, on our Patreon page. And we have a lot of fun with our daily discussions all about Disney and other things. So patreon.com slash happiest podcast on earth. And of course, you can check out our sponsors uh, that we will mention throughout this episode. Again, make sure you support them. Check them out, including magiccandlecompany.com for your promo code HAPPY15 for 15% off of your purchase. But with all that being said, let's introduce your happiest podcast on our team for today's episode. I am Jarrett Fenema, and I am joined here today by Mel Geo. Hey, everybody. We've got AJ Mulholland. Hello, hello. We've got Andrew Bailey. What up? We've got Nick Foster in the house. Hola. We've got Corey Benty. There he is. And Marky, Mark Bradley. What's going on, Crazy Wildcats? All right. We have a full crew, and I love it. I always love when a lot of the gang is here. So we are going to change things up a little bit here, and we are going to skip around the room. I feel like I want to get straight into these questions. We have a great amount of questions, um, really some fun ones here that I think we can really break down and answer for you all. So we are going to get down to it. And I have the lovely one and only AJ Mulholland here to ask the questions. So AJ, whenever you want to get to it, let's do this. Let's go. Well, I have the perfect question to start out with. And Jerry, I'm going to have you take the reins on this because we had, well, no, no, it's a good one. We had a ton of people asking, how the heck did the happiest podcast come to be? How did we all meet each other? And really, you're the perfect one to go with this because this is your baby. This is your brainchild. This is it. Um, Yeah. So leading into this, I really was looking to start a podcast. Uh, This actually came from uh, some friends from home. And we actually started a podcast that was like Michigan sports related. And I don't know, I don't even really like a lot of Michigan sports, but we all were just kind of like, we wanted a hobby, right? I mean, a lot of them, a couple of them are married, they have kids. And it's just one of those things like, Hey, like, instead of just going out to the bar every night, let's actually get together and just have a podcast. Um, it was fun, but I really wanted something that was like very passionate to me. And I love sports, but Disney really just popped in my head is this is where I think we could take off um, if we did something cool. So I actually reached out to Corey uh, originally and I just said, hey, dude, what do you think, man? And this was back when you were in Cali, wasn't it? Yeah, I was actually in a grocery store in the valley. Uh, I had just walked past Steve Carell, oddly enough. It was really funny. And Jared hits me up about. Uh, this Disney podcast and he wants to call it the happiest podcast on earth. And I said, well, I don't listen to podcasts, but sure. Uh, get the gang together, get some music, get a jingle. And I'm going to go creep on Steve Carell some more. I'll talk to you later, big guy. 
<laughs> and I honestly, when I started it, I, I knew personality wise, I think we could make it big, but that wasn't even really in my head. It was literally just, we all lived in different parts of the country. Like when I think about, you know, our, our friends and now all of us here, it's crazy. I mean, we have people in Texas. I mean, again, Corey was in California. I was in Michigan. We have New Jersey. We have Florida. We have all these different places, Maryland and all these different places. And again, a lot of these people are my really good friends. So it was one of those things of like, how do we all kind of stay in touch and keep together and do this? And I just felt like a podcast at the time was like something fun where we can record and just have like memorable moments that um, we have recorded. We are there and we can just kind of like bring up the funny moments and all those things. So, and again, we're all talking about things that we are passionate about. We all, I mean, most of us work for Disney, so why not? Let's do it. So um, yeah. And on that note, actually, you perfectly segued into this. We had some questions about if and when we all worked for Disney, what our roles were, et cetera, et cetera. I can go first on that one. I started on the DCP. I was a deep water lifeguard at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. Then I worked quick service at the Magic Kingdom at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Then I worked over at Kilimanjaro Safaris for a hot minute, as many of us here did. And now I'm a concierge and resort runner over at Disney's Pop Century Resort. Oh, I love that five times fast. I could. Do you want me to go faster? I'm trying to reel it in. I think she actually did. That's how fast she went. She (laughs) said it five times fast. Hey, I got a, I mean, not as long as Jared's history, but I got a a few different roles under my belt. Had to get them all in there. I didn't even talk about the management internship that I'm currently interviewing for. But, you know, when that comes around, we'll talk about it then. You might even have an answer by the time we're plump recording. Oh, I hope I do. (laughs) Uh, No, AJ's gotten an amazing experience as far as Disney goes. So if you have questions in regards to a lot of things, I know AJ's done a really good job of trying to answer those. Um, She's a busy gal, but let me tell you, she, when she has free time, she will try to hook you up with those answers. Uh, So she's a great person to ask. Uh, I will, I'm not even going to go through my full list because it just takes like 10 minutes, but I definitely took full advantage as far as Disney goes with just experiencing all sorts of different um, parts of the parks, resorts, uh, I mean, within housing. So I started in attractions 2008. Uh, whoop, whoop. I know I'm older, but whatever. Screw it. Uh, but yeah, so I did attractions on the college program as well. And I did a lot of different uh, professional and mul- or, uh, management internships, a lot of attractions experience, a lot of operations experience in the parks. I've worked all four parks. I've worked in resorts at um, Disney's Beach Club, Disney's Yacht Club. I've worked at Disney's Boardwalk resort. And then I worked with housing as an event planner for a while uh, for the college intern. So it whole, all these sorts of different jobs. And I have no regrets for any of them. I've had a great time. I worked guest relations in the park. So I did that too. Uh, but just all, all over the map. So again, another person, if you need questions on anything as to applying or anything like that, I mean, I know the it's changed since I was last doing it, since that was a little bit ago, but uh, I, I have some good points and, um, and tips for you for the interviewing and all that. So um, yeah, anybody else? I mean, everyone knows what I did already. So I don't know if we need to go. <laughs> yeah, like- for, the, for newbies, just real quick. <laughs> yeah, tell me, um, I forget. Tell me, Mel. You forget, really? I, no, I did Mel wants to forget. I want to forget <laughs> so badly. I worked at the DCP in 2019. Um, I was... I was um, in food service, so I did like the ice cream carts and the hot dog stands and Animal Kingdom. It was the worst three months of my life. If you want to know more, 
you can private message me. But uh, if you want to join Disney or have any ideas uh, of wanting to do it, I'll send you to AJ or Jared, since they'll have a way better idea of how to get into it. <laughs> People who liked their roles yeah. and don't have PTSD like when they walk by. I would direct you to. Um, but I still love going. So, I mean, that hasn't ruined that at all. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> So there you go. And then some of us don't even have um, experience working for Disney per se, but uh, again, it's just a lot of time and just being a fan of the company and movies and parks. I, I work to go to Disney. Yeah. 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 Work to go to Disney. Yes. Andy, did you want to throw in your, your stunt? Yeah. I mean, I just, I was a cafeteria lady over at pop century, <laughs> Dro- drove the old safari trucks for a while. And then I did some stuff for a couple of years and then I (laughs) made a lot of friends for a few years, you know? Yeah. That's what we'll say. Yeah. I drove people around occasionally. Yeah. And then I worked at mission space (laughs) and I'm done with that place. (laughs) My time at mission space is over. Please don't ever go back and ask for me. Uh, I'll I'll actually, you know what? No, no, no. Go back and ask for me. There you go. <laughs> I'll never be able to say it better than I did in episode one. So if you want to go back to episode one to figure out my history, go right ahead. But uh, much like Jarrett, college program, 2008, working in attractions at Hollywood Studios, where I had the pleasure of working Voyage of Little Mermaid and, play- and Playhouse Disney live on stage. Uh, ended up going back later on full time in studios, working uh, different shows and events and Fantasmic and whatnot. Uh, made my way into event coordinating as well for a lot of really fun things. Years later, got over to Disneyland where I worked in the broadcast production uh, for their team there. Had the ultimate, ultimate pleasure of all pleasures, getting opening Galaxy's Edge with Lucasfilm. Uh, nothing was better than that. So, yep, for World and for Disneyland, questions and Q&As, yeah, reach out. Let me know. I swear we hit like every sector the of parks and resorts. So, uh, and if you want a really funny explanation for Corey, definitely episode one <laughs> when you explaining. I was laughing so hard. I still like get tears. All right. Yep. Next question. All right. And feeding off of that, is there something that you guys could pinpoint that you really realized, wow, this is why I want to work for Disney and or dedicate my works pay to Disney and or sell my soul to the mouse to Disney? Mm-hmm. I think it's just different. Honestly, it's just such a different vibe and feel. I mean, if if you're looking for a career in something that is just, it's such a tight community because it's such a complete different thing than you're used to working anywhere else. Uh, but at the same time, when you're working with so many people, it's as tight of a community as it's a lot of people that work there that understand the workplace. And then anybody else like does not understand like working for Disney. It always sounds like so fun and you know enjoy but like there's a lot that goes into working for disney so um i love it again creating those memories and magic i mean when you're a kid or even as an adult now you go and you you experience all these fun little things but that's i mean being a cast member and being able to be that person that does that i mean how cool is that um so i just i think it's just the the amount of respect i had and just the amount of memories i had as a kid leading into you know, going into as an, as an adult. And again, even now I go, you know, all the time as an annual pass holder. And I still have times or moments where it's like, wow, that person is like an unbelievable person that, you know, they might not be getting paid a lot or they might, you know, whatever, 
they're still going out grinding every day. Um, I, this is just off on a tangent, but like there's one cast member that I know that's he's actually in custodial now. And he worked at the Muppets with me um, when I was a manager. He was one of my cast members. And he's this guy. He's probably in his like 50s or 60s, uh, you know, kind of an I'm not going to say older guy because we probably have some people that are like, that's not old. But uh, he's he is his energy. You can tell he's like a theater person. He was working at Muppets like uh, there's five or six cast members working at a time. Um, and even then he felt like he was so held back from like being able to be so energized and like making magic for people and kids. Cause he had to stay in a spot and it's, it's all safety related. So he moved to custodial, like at, you know, at 50, 60 years old, he went to custodial just so he had the freedom to walk around and not have to worry so much about safety stuff and be able to just create magic. And how cool is that? Like, there's a person that, I mean, again, you're approaching that age that some people want to retire and he's just like, I just want to go out there and have fun every day. And I'm telling you, if you see him, like you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He is just full of energy. So um, just those kinds of people, they are meant to be at Disney. They're meant to just go have fun, enjoy themselves. And just that's, that's it for me. Yeah. I couldn't have said it any better myself working for multiple hospitality companies. Disney's just different. They want the magic to exist and they give us the empowerment to give that magic 99% of the time. So it makes it really, really special. Um, and then let's see. Okay, still sticking with the Disney theme, obviously. If you could visit only one park for the rest of your life, which would you choose? Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Do I, have, I, mean, do I have my kids? Oh, go ahead. Do you have so, your kids? <laughs> do I have my kids or not? If I have my kids, it's Hollywood Studios. If I don't, it's Epcot. Interesting. Okay. Honestly, like kind of like that thought process. I feel like I only go to one park anyways, and that's Epcot. So that's going to be my answer. If it's yeah. a cold. No. Wet. No, it's a rest of your life deal. Not, oh, if it's the oh, winter it's months, Epcot. I'm going to go it's, here. It's Epcot. It's, it's Epcot. I'm just saying, like, if if it's MK when it's not busy, I'd probably go okay. MK. But no. right, we're not. Gosh, no. dang it. Every time. <laughs> I was just saying. I was just saying. It's a simple no, question. That's a valid point. It, it makes a difference, though. Right, is, attendance, like, is the attendance at 30 to 40,000 people? No. Are there tour groups, Bill? Are there tour groups? Now, it's I'm partly just saying, cloudy with storm clouds rolling in. What do you think? Oh, my I'm just saying, like, there's different things that go into this. But that's like, not the question. The question is just one part, the rest of your life. Somebody comes it's, to you, one ticket, pick from the four, where you're going. Unlimited park reservations. That's it. I'm I'm going Magic Kingdom. Yes. I can't picture my life without the castle. Aww. I respect it. I respect it. Yep. Yeah, I'm going my favorite park. I, I understand the hype for every park. I understand the reasons for every park, but Magic Kingdom, Main Street. If I could, my bed could be like on Main Street, USA. Wow, what a dream. <laughs> you could do it. Be like, yes, please. I agree yep. with that. No, I think Magic Kingdom is just like the park, you know? Yeah. It's the park. And with kids, like, you want to take them to Magic Kingdom. Like, it's just, it's. Special. And I look forward to visiting like parks around the world because maybe my opinion would change, but I've only ever been to Walt Disney World. So MK all day. MK all day. I love that. I love it. And speaking of favorites, what are some of your favorite breakfast, lunch, dinner spots? If you have one that's popping out at the top of your head, go. You already know for breakfast. I'm saying Olivia's Cafe with that bacon jam. Overrated. Oh, yeah, that is you. That is Boma. That is mine. All, Boma all day. Definitely breakfast Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge. A trail's end. 
Trails I'm, and breakfast. I'm going Ohana for any point. Solid. At any point, oh, any man. time of day, Andrew's going to be at Ohana. Hey, the oh, muffin yes. hash browns and Mickey D's, baby. <laughs> no, but like starting steakhouse, steakhouse 71. Steakhouse 71. Yes, oh. I would agree for that. But for like dinner time, I really don't like Olivia's. So then I'd be heading to Topolino's to get that Noki. Mwah! That ricotta, See, I want to be buried is, with that. Well, you can't. No, you can't do that. You got. You got to pick one restaurant. One I said restaurant. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. <laughs> I said or. Would you like me to reread the question, sir? Oh, I'd say man. Boathouse at Disney Springs for dinner for sure. I love Boathouse. Little Rainforest oh, Cafe. What is wrong with you? Bottle service at Rainforest, baby. You? Wait, what? now we're just spitting restaurants left and right. Casa di Margarita. Oh. Oh. Where'd what? you even find that? Yeah. Oh, so you just Google that. Kayla, no, no. Kayla and I went there every single night on our, we went down in March. It's the little stand right next to the Mexican pavilion thing. They've mm-hmm. got the best tacos and I think enchiladas. Bro, Wait, what's it called? It's not called. What is that called? It's, it's not. It's, it's Chozo. It's La Chozo. I'm looking at it now. On the isn't app. it? Isn't it like like that? Angelina is, I think, the margarita place. I'm looking no, at you're it thinking now of San- on the app. It's Chaza di Margarita. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on the it, left because you only. He's talking. Go- he's talking about the 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 not La Cava. He's talking about fake La Cava. Yeah. He's talking oh, about little La Cava. They don't have food there. It's to the right. On, yeah, on, they do. At the fake La Cava, they have food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fake Lacava. I'll take it. Guests any any day, so you know that it's the frozen Mark stand. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the frozen Mark stand had food. I know when they oh, when they, they like redid it. Yeah, when they redid it, then they added a couple like two three options. Like Dude. it's almost like a cross between like a food and wine stand. And but what wine. what's the place I'm thinking of? That's right on the lake right there. You're thinking of La the quick Hacienda? service. What is happening? Yes. Yes, that is. I don't know. Listen, nachos grande right there. Give me Steakhouse 71 all day, every day. Reeling it in. All right, Corey, since you want to get lippy, this question's for you. Corey, how long does it take you to edit an episode? And would you like to vent about how long it takes you to edit these episodes when we start getting lippy like this? Mm. Mm. (laughs) I actually actually want to know this. I don't know. This is your time to vent and tell (laughs) us everything you've been wanting to say. truthful, too. So go. No, for sure. You're not getting a raise. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Sometimes it's very easy. when If I'm not part of an episode, if it's like a happiest happenings, those kind of things, the gang will just tell me, hey, clean cut episode, just got to knock off like the beginning and the end. And honestly, uh, that in itself could just be a editing the episode takes no more than shoot five, 10 minutes on a happiest happening style. Um, it's just uploading it, getting it on to Buzzsprout or just getting it out there for y'all to hear. That's where it kind of takes a little bit more time. Um, our mains though, it will take, I mean, usually whatever the length of the episode is plus a half hour. So if it is like an hour 15, you know, it's probably going to take me an hour 45 just because I have to go through. I'll listen to each clip. Then I'll maybe I'll add sound effects, take things out. A lot of things of which you hear. A lot of these episodes are a, a whole lot longer than what actually makes uh, the airwaves. So, I mean, there's times literally these guys know 30, 40 minutes get cut from these episodes. So uh, password, password in paradise, password island days. <laughs> no, not even it's not a even labor kidding. of love. Not even kidding. Um, yeah, because I mean, for those episodes, like literally, 
five minutes take like a good 15 to 30 minutes each five minutes just because you have to go through and add all the effects and all the things but just clean cut episodes i would usually say whatever the length is of the episode plus a half hour i think i've had a less than a handful of times that i have texted Corey and said dude i need you to edit like hardcore this one or i knew Corey going into it this is not gonna be good and the amount of times that i've listened to an episode ready for a great joke from yours truly Mm -hmm. and i have to text Corey, being like hey where's this this and this he's like you have a wholesome image to maintain young lady like i had to take that out (laughs) yeah not even mickey laughs not even a mickey laugh can save this cast sometimes no Uh he just straight up takes them out I wish you guys could hear it all. I mean, maybe not. It's though. for the best. It's for <laughs> the best. Maybe it's best we don't expose everything. The password yeah. Island that just happened. That one, there was so much stuff that went down that couldn't make it because Jared. Well, go listen to the uncut yeah. version on Patreon. What is that? Yeah, we got it's unedited. Unedited. But, no, and honestly, as a whole, I not even just as a whole. I think there's only been like one time where we ever had someone maybe twice when someone was ever like hey this is in the episode and then we go listen we're like oh yeah snap (laughs) uh okay and Corey will have it but the thing is he'll like inst it's it's like magic because the episode drops and like texas 10 minutes later hey it's back up and it's it's funny i think was it i think it was the marvel either hotel or interview one because that Marvel Hotel one was a long one, mm-hmm. or not the interview, the uh Infinity War something. I were where there was uh there was an unedited Mickey laugh. Hmm. Oh man, oh, I and it was because we were in Georgia, I was in Georgia, and I like we're like, uh, guys, and I woke up to a text that said from Jared going, Hey, just listen to the episode, we forgot something, <laughs> and then. I couldn't even go to the episode before it was already back edited. That's how good Corey is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad props, mad props. A large reason that we do this is because we do have families listening in the car, in their classrooms, children. We want to keep it classrooms. clean. And That's a thing. There are multiple teachers that put us on when they have like free time. I know this. <laughs> But my yeah, son listens to this podcast. There are moments <laughs> we can't rip his dad too much. We got to give him some yeah. dignity. Uh, yeah. When did he listen to the part where you went into the oh, water? Oh, one hundred percent. And when he saw um, the person who threw me overboard at the parks, he said, "You threw me overboard." <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I Luke. Luke Luke's not afraid. Father. I'd imagine I Luke is Luke. not allowed to listen to anything Dusty related. You know? <laughs> no, 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 that no, is no. not Dusty's a good idea. An episode, we're and not speaking even of Dusty, <laughs> when are we getting a Dusty After Dark on Patreon? Some people are wanting to know. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> currently, Dusty is, we don't know where Dusty, Dusty is on an island, apparently. We will not know the fate of Dusty until well into uh, August when oh, Password gosh. Forever drops. So maybe after that, we'll hear from Dusty again. Um, so, Boo. I mean, unless, unless there's like some smoke signals type things we can get from the island and get released on Patreon. But He's taking I, the Dusty Knights book, riding on them, throwing paper airplanes into the ocean. Aren't, <laughs> aren't Andrew and I with him? Yes. Yes. 
Actually, Andrew, Andrew, Dusty, the boys. We, we cannot disclose anything going on, on with Dusty on the Password Island. That's classified information now, as of now. Yes, yep. password forever, baby. And circling back to podcasting for just a second, um, one of the questions was, was there anything that you guys wish you knew about podcasting when you guys first started or something that you've learned going into this, whether it be your personas or the editing or whatnot that you wish you knew previously? How about you, Andrew? You don't have to be as nervous as you think. Yeah. Like every, like we, I remember AJ, cause Jarrett hosts everything, but there was a, like an, a couple episodes where AJ's hosted or I've hosted and I know Corey and Hunter have done it. I mean, they've been having their game days and all that a lot longer. And I remember like my first one, I was nervous about hosting it and mm-hmm. trying to keep pacing up and all that. But then like, once you realize like you're just talking to your buddy mm-hmm. and like occasionally you give them a little, like we got to speed it up kind of motion. It's not, it's just the easiest thing in the world when you let yourself enjoy it. Yeah. So I wish somebody would have told me because I remember Jared's over here going, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. <laughs> he was on the episode. He was just, don't mess it up. It's so easy to feed off of each other. Like I had to do one episode by myself and uh, poor Corey. He heard me about halfway through that during editing, having a mental breakdown, me being like, are you kidding me? AJ, get your together. Let's go. Cause I was so nervous because I didn't have you guys to feed off of. Like we've really become a little family and we just get to sit around and talk about Disney with our best friends for a few hours every week. It's incredible. And like, it's so say, weird to do it by ourselves. That's not the happiest, happiest podcast. I, and I know I'm somewhat new to the fam, but I would yeah. say too, like authenticity. If you were to hang out with us at the parks, who we are on this podcast is what we like walking around the parks, listening to us sounds like what we sound like on the podcast. Yeah, Maybe some true uh, statement. Mickey laughs don't exist there from time to time, but, <laughs> yeah. but truly though, plenty like, of careless whisper does jumping in, <laughs> jumping in. I'm like one of the newest guys to jump into the fam and then getting the opportunity to meet you guys at the parks. I've pretty much met everybody at this point in person and every person that I've met, like you are, who you are at the parks as well or in person like Mm -hmm. um, as much as we do like have this persona and this image that like I think that that image comes from who we are as people Um, and and so like just being authentic to who you are while you're recording a podcast it goes a long way because people sense that authenticity and and that's why I feel like we have the happiest army because people sense our authenticity and they realize like they feel like they're just sitting here with us having the conversations. They're yelling answers to uh, Hunter's Game Day. And I speak from personal experience. Like that was me listening to this podcast before I got to know all of you guys. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's just not being structured. Um, And, you know, for those of you that are looking to like start a podcast, I know, you know, from the very beginning to now, it's telling myself, I do wish we would have started with maybe just two or three episodes of you know, we can record, but not airing it right away just because I think just running that and just getting that comfort level of instead of I'm telling you, I had a full page of like word for word what to say because I was so nervous to like leave something out. Whereas, but I wasn't able to be myself because I was so focused on what to say. Then my personality kind of went away when I started that. But then once I get comfortable and even now I, I will always for my I, I mean, I basically have it all memorized, but I have like just little bullet points of like things that I know I have to hit. So it's, it's, it's almost like a speech. Like when you go speak in front of a class, 
I think you're better off just studying those bullet points and kind of having ideas of what to say instead of a word for word where you're just like, you know, you're almost like not able to be yourself because you're so focused on the writing, whereas be yourself and just have those like bullet points you're going to hit, but then like be yourself as you talk about those bullet points. Um, go with that's your gut. Honestly, go with your gut. If you think something's funny or if you have something to say, go for it. Cause far too often when we get in group settings like this, especially with like newer people, they wait to be spoken to in order to speak. And we're on a podcast. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You just got to go. Do you know how many times we've interrupted each other and we've talked over each other, but we make it work and you find your groove eventually, but you can't be afraid. Yeah, to speak and so anyway, podcast. like it's just and anyways, um, so what I was thinking was, <laughs> but then I thought <laughs> no. Yeah. So there's you go. There you go. I think just being yourself, being honest to the people. And I think, Foster had a, a good point of, I think that's why our Patreon family has grown so much. And we're able to do these like fun virtual nights of all hanging out and just being ourselves, what they see on camera and, and dealing with us is the same as you'll hear from us on our podcast. Like, you know, I think we get so nervous sometimes, especially at the beginning of what we're saying, because I'm, I know that this person thinks different, so I don't want to offend that, whatever, but we all have respect for each other. We all know each other. We all are best, you know, we all became really good friends through this. Um, so now I feel like we can all kind of just be ourselves, you know, speak freely and, you know, at the end of things, guess what? We're one tight family here. We're going to have a good time. And you all get to hear just our genuine selves instead of just fake personalities, Minus Clarence, minus Dusty, minus all these people. What? They're not real? Squeaks <laughs> and I are best friends. My best Squeaks. friends, I mean, he wants Squeaks. me fired every day. Squeaks is real, but the others are not. Squeaks is very- oh, oh, my gosh. Don't ruin the magic, Jared. Sorry. All right. There's only anyway, one Dusty. That's um, a long answer. So I have another really great question that I'm actually going to split into two parts because I feel like some of us relate to one versus the other a little bit more. So I'm going to start off with our small business owners. How has being a small business owner, Disney small business owner, changed how you do the parks and or experience Disney? Um, I, I mean, I'm thinking Marky Mark and yeah. not you guys. I'm thinking more Marky Mark and Mel. Yeah. We got the coffee business. Hey, we got me. our princess party playtime. Oh, I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You go first, girlfriend. You go first. No, you can go. You go. No, you take it. Not everybody jump at once. Yeah, yeah for real. Like, I just made a special question for you guys, and y'all are fighting over not to talk first. You go. You go. Okay. I'll say that, like, because of the coffee company, I have become kind of a coffee snob. So I actually struggle going to Disney because I got to drink freaking Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> brutal. It's best Starbucks on property, man. Come on. Are you a Joffrey's oh, or a Starbucks yeah. fan? More Joff- one more than the other. So I'll say Joffrey's is a lot better. It's okay. not as like their coffee's not as burnt. And I know everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't get like the flavored stuff. I'm just a black coffee guy. So okay. like if you go and get like a no, no. What, what do you guys get? Frappuccinos and macchiatos. Macchiatos. Salted caramel. I drink pretzel, black coffee. Whatever that thing is. Boy. Do you want a sticker? Like, yeah. let us yeah, enjoy your want stickers, okay? We want stickers for our black coffee. But like, <laughs> Starbucks is very good when it comes to their, you know, their flavored drinks and stuff. But I do think being a business owner and, and you know having coffee, it's like. I go to Disney, I kind of struggle because I'm like, oh, I just want my coffee or good coffee. So I kind of struggle with it just a little bit. And you probably want others. Like you just want to tell others, like I have a better coffee. I truly do. Like I literally think about like, and I'm not kidding. Like I'm so thrilled that I asked Corey to pick the coffee because it is literally like he picked the one that we are selling for the happiest blend on earth. And I literally was walking around Disney the last time we were there and it was a nice coffee. And I'm like, 
this would be so good if this was the happiest blend on earth. It would just slap differently. Like ice. Oh, it would just slap so beautifully. So thanks. Mark, for drop right. for the listeners. How do you find yourself? What is your company name? Get that name out there. Sons. Captain Coffee. Captain Coffee is my name. www.captcoffee.com. Instagram, Facebook, Captain Coffee. Look us up. Give us some love. We sell all the goods. Woohoo. All the goods. Go check it out. <laughs> all right, Mel. Take it, princess. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's okay. So obviously, my business is very niche. Um, so when I go to Disney, I think about my business the entire time because it's basically market research for my business in Disney World, <laughs> you know. Um I love being a performer. I love watching every performer in Disney. It's, I have a great time at every meet and greet. Like, and it is a big part for me. Like every time I go, I can't help but think about my business because it's such a big part of it, obviously. Um, I don't know. I enjoy it. It's, it's so great. And like, obviously I started this business because I didn't get to work in Florida and do what I wanted to do. So I brought it to Jersey and I'm proud of myself for that. Um, but basically I'm thinking about either Disney or Disney characters about 24 seven. So it's a little exhausting, uh, but I love it. I love it so much. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I do think it's given me such an appreciation for anyone that works at Disney. So I'm very happy with it. Um, and if you want to see what I do, you can find me at princess party playtime everywhere. Uh, Everywhere. You want to follow my TikTok? Look for oh Melinda Dio. Go to my website, princesspartyplaytime.com. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that kind of sums up how I feel about it all. You know, I'm very proud of what I've made. So well, there you go. I love be. that. Great so question. then on the flip side of that question, because the way it was originally asked was how has being a content creator affected the way you go to the parks, but I feel like you guys are making your own content with your own businesses, Mm -hmm. but now I'm going to stick to that flip side where we have the, the theme park dad, not the, the theme park dad. (laughs) Tell us about it. How does this affect like not only how you take your kids to the parks, but just how you experience the parks in general, the resorts, are you going in there with purely a content mindset or how do you, how do you go about it? So it kind of depends on like why I'm going to the park. If I'm going to the park for something like opening day of a festival, or if I'm going for the first day that a parade comes back, then I'm probably going strictly for content. Does that mean that I enjoy it any less? Absolutely not. Like if you guys ever see, it's usually Nick Lee and I holding down the fort opening day of a parade. And we are enjoying every second of that because that's what it boils down to is that I'm just passionate about Disney. I love theme parks. I love Walt Disney World. So I would be there opening day, whether I was grabbing content or not. Um, But if I'm going with the fam, it really just boils down to taking a few second videos of our day, our experience at the park and capturing fun little moments. And then Sometimes just putting my phone away, enjoying the rest of the time with the family. Um, I try to create like a healthy balance with that because I never want it to be strictly about capturing content, especially when I'm with my family. If I'm by myself, it's a little easier because it's just me. But if I have the fam with me, I definitely try my best to like focus on um, balancing that out. I do like to show our adventures as a family at the parks um, because I, I get so many messages like, thank you. I feel like I'm there with you or they love watching the boys reactions to things. Um, 
So yeah, it's all about a balance. Oh yeah. That's a great point. Cause like for me, I use content as my way to get out of the house. I know like whether I'm going by myself or I'm going with friends, I'm using content as a way to push myself, be more comfortable in public, go maybe do things or experience things I wouldn't have before. But you do get to that balance where sometimes you're putting a little too much into your content or you're thinking about your numbers too much and it just is not fun. And it's very draining. And there are some days where you just have to go dark on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, because you're like, I can't handle this, whether it be because of the reactions you're getting or not getting or whatever. So it definitely is that balance. But for me, I use content as a way to make myself leave my house. And that's been really, really great. And, you know, for me, it's that balancing act of trying to make it my way to alleviate my anxiety, depression, all that good stuff rather than add to it. So it is that balancing act, but it's so fun, especially when it's centered around theme parks. That's (laughs) what it boils down to is just, it's fun. And the day that it stops becoming fun for me is the day that I'm going to take a step back and be like, what am I doing here? But because it's fun for me and I, I love it. I, I actually really enjoy it. Um, I think that translates into the content that you create as well. Um, so yeah, just having fun with it. Exactly. Uh, such good, such good answers. All right. If you guys had to be stuck inside any Disney movie, we're going to go Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, what have you, which Ooh. movie would you be stuck inside of? Go. I heard a rogue one in there somewhere. Rogue one on Scarif. Why? You would like, be yeah, stuck on a planet that's getting rid of <laughs> You're gonna die. You're already died. Marky, Wait, Mark, do you need good? to talk to us about something? No, it's a beautiful planet. Fine, put me in Moana. Anywhere travel. I was gonna almost go that route. That's a flip, but okay. Sure. Oh my God. Um, I feel like Star Wars because I love Star Wars, but it would also stress me out a lot. There's a lot of conflict happening. Um, so Finding Nemo sounds like a very safe place. Finding Nemo. Live. Yes, under the sea live. sounds like a under the water. Place. Yeah, for sure. But then totally you're gonna be drowning. Living. You're not a fish. No, I, okay. I become a fish. I am one of I the become characters. A fish. The tech, the tech, All right, so we get tech, to make our own rules. The technicalities here are if hilarious. I'm, if I can be a Jedi in like the High Republic, no, yeah, sure, see, Star Wars. Guys, exactly. But it's true. It depends on what character it is. can it you depends. become, and then you go. I'm going to be an Avenger, and I'm going to save New York City in see, 20 that's not the question. I want to be in Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. They, that's what the question is. What movie would you be stuck in? I would be stuck Yo. in the first Avengers. I think Heck yeah. Did you see what Rolo happened in the Catholic Church and Hunchback? And I could change Loki. I could change him. I can fix him. AJ, I'm allowed no to become a fish. Okay. Himself. That's people just that's Listen, I was gonna just say I want to be in High School Musical and just if I had talent uh, to sing and dance, I would want to be creepy <laughs> and hang out with the high school. High school? Yes, yeah, because you can't become a high school. It's college, no, baby. We're college. So you're nope. just a creepy old dude. Calm, calm down, McConaughey. <laughs> high School Musical, the musical, the series. They're all in college. They're all past They are not in college. They're speaking of college. Speaking of college. Which is gonna be, this is a great way to segue here. We're going to, yeah, we're going to segue out of this conversation. But speaking of college, someone did ask if you had gone to college, what college and what did y'all major in? Very random question, but I'm here for it since we talked about college anyway. It's going to make you guys be quiet. It's going to be quick. Mine is super simple. Um, so I did Ocean County College and I only got an associate's degree because your girl decided not to finish college. And you know what? That's okay. Some people are not meant for that. So do not feel held back. I'm now a small business owner and a marketing director. You can do anything you want to do. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Go off. Go off. I recently went back to school. Hey. Where do you go? Let's go. 
I'm going to go to Baylor next year. Yeah. We'll I feel like this is going to be like, wait, where do you go now? Uh, McLennan Community College. This is all right. Corey is reliving Rudy, the movie Rudy. I just feel like you're going to get two <laughs> denials and then you're going to get the acceptance <laughs> letter like the third time. And then I'm going to walk like- on the Baylor Bears. <laughs> I'm going to play. Thank you. That's exactly what Chris Winkie rule uh, doesn't count for you. Oh my gosh! Amazing. All right, I went um, to Michigan small State, private. Grand Valley oh, yeah, State, hospitality, tourism management, bachelor's. Let's go! All my hospitality peeps, shout out. Let's go! And I'm gonna segue that because I also got my bachelor's in hospitality management at the University of Central Florida, and I will be going back for my master's in hospitality management in a few months. Yay. There we go. I will. And then PhD. Here we come, Doctor Mulholland, and you will refer to me as such. Wow! Could you imagine oh, the geez. days in the podcast for that? Nick Foster. Give me, give me six can. years, and I, I will be Doctor Mulholland. I will not say happening. I will not Mom, go around just... the table and say Doctor Mulholland. Doctor AJ, then I don't know. Just call there me Doctor. No doctor. Call me Doctor. <laughs> All right. I went to a small private school here in Central Florida and uh, did my bachelor's, and also got my master's in business administration from there. But what's it called? It's called Southeastern University, baby. Marky Mark. Well, I didn't finish, but it was exercise science and then life hit. But listen, I'm thriving, baby. I'm with Mel. Yeah, baby. Mel and I, we're on the same train here. You guys don't have to get a freaking college degree if you don't have, if you don't want to, you can still be successful. Look at us, two business owners. Two business owners doing it without it. Exactly. Exactly. Andrew, let's hear it, baby. USC, go Cox. You better not edit that out either. That it was can't not, be a Mickey okay. laugh. That's, that's the proper bad. way that's to say bad. it. It's Cox. legit. University say. of South Carolina, home of the Gamecocks. That's right. That wow. I don't like that it's USC. I feel like USC is the actual USC of Southern California. But your mouth. We were a school it should be, before California know, but, was a state. I know, but it's just not the same. Yeah. One of us has actually been relevant in the past 25 <laughs> years. You've got a point. Oh, All right. There we go. Any other women's basketball school, baby? Heck yeah. Amazing. All right, my friends. Okay. I'm going to do one more question just because we got asked this about a thousand times. It must be because of our love of Epcot. If you had to add a country to the world showcase, what would it be? Mine's easy. We're doing Greece. We're going Hercules. Ooh, Australia. That's a good one. There you go. This is Brazil. (laughs) That would be the smartest one for them to do, honestly. Oh. I'd probably go Colombia. Get some Encanto vibes going in there. Yeah, yes. see, we're oh, on the same vibes. Because I was thinking, honestly, like, I was thinking Cuba. Like, just a random... Yeah, like, oh, you know. I mean... You know. Cuban over here. Yeah, yeah for sure. But- I feel like, I mean, we have Latin American representation in Mexico, but other Latin culture is so different. So, for sure, it's so I would... Different. And it would be yeah. cool to have something like Cuba, because they they have, like, the cars <laughs> 50s, and they have a very yeah. distinct vibe. So, something like that. Or Colombia, like, whatever. I think that's awesome. Yep. I agree. Um, don't say Russia. <laughs> Mother Russia. No. I I'm going to go say, South Africa. Mark the time. South Africa? Kenya or South Africa? I want African representation. Not just the not outposts. Just the I want a full representation. I think you get some amazing food there. And I think Egypt. some really fun and unique uh, drinks. So give me something in Africa. I I want you know there's just a whole land of it in Animal Kingdom, but whatever. Um, anyway, I am gonna go. 
Give me same with oh, Asia. Gosh. Same with Asia. I want Jamaica and I want a bobsled ride. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Oyster. I want Jamaica. Dang, Give I me some jerk chicken. chicken. I'm with you. I'm with you. On. Give me Jamaica. That would be Ac- awesome. Accents would be off the chain. That, that is a great choice there, sir. I only want Australia because of the koala bears. Freaking horrible. All right, friends. Well, we had about a thousand more questions, but this episode's already getting kind of long. So I think we'll just have to do another one of these episodes later on because we had so many questions. So many questions. But we love you guys for that. Thank you guys so much for always supporting us and being curious and helping us grow and get to know each other and let you get to know us better because we're kind of a big team. We got a lot going on. Some of us are on the same wavelength, sometimes not, but it's fine. We're here for it. It's been amazing. All right. Well, thank you, AJ, for the questions. Definitely appreciate it. Love you. Uh, thank you to our cast. Seriously, uh, AJ, Mel, Nick, Andrew, Mark, Corey, along with myself. Thank you all for being here and being able to take part in this. Thank you to our happiest army. Thank you for your support um, financially and just overall. It's just always amazing talking to you guys. Uh, love you all. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is See Real Soon. So we will talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week. And ta-ta for now. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Kind of sounds like the uh, sister from uh, Black Widow. <laughs> Goodbye. Yelena. <laughs> Her, like, bad, fake, bad accent. All right. <laughs>